0: It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey, Bren. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. Happy New Year. How are we already at the end of 2021? Time is flying, it's so crazy. With it being the end of the year, I thought it would be a great time for us to talk about reflection and evaluation of your efforts to achieve your goals. So I've always done evaluations or look backs or reviews of my year, but I learned a great method for evaluations from my business coach last year that I find so useful. So I've been using it all year for lots of different things. I evaluate each month specifically as related to my business goals I evaluate specific things in my business like individual coaching calls, consultations, you know, webinars, et cetera. I evaluate my parenting, like reflecting on my day, especially if it was a particularly rough one with my kids and apply this process. And I'm currently doing it for my year. And by the time you hear this, I will have done it for the year. You can literally use this process for so many different things. I teach all my clients to do it for their monthly efforts with their money, and I'm going to teach it to you today. But first, let's talk about why it's even important to evaluate the things you're doing in the first place. Evaluations let you know how you're doing as you work to achieve your goals, so you can see if you're on track or if you need to tweak something, and you can easily see which things are working that you want to keep doing and which things need to change. When you evaluate, you know exactly what you need to do going forward and can make a plan. Often, we set goals and don't ever look at them again. We don't take the time to figure out whether our efforts are working or not. We just keep doing the same things over and over again and often staying in the same place year after year. So when you evaluate, you're able to move yourself forward so much more quickly because you can see, okay, this thing is good, so I'm going to keep doing this. And that thing isn't working, so I'm going to stop doing that and try this other thing over here and see what happens. And that's basically the method of evaluating that my coach taught me. When you're evaluating, you look at what worked, what didn't work, and what you're going to do differently next time. And it doesn't have to be super long, maybe you know two or three things for each category. But you always want to start with what worked. Because our human brains are wired to find all the problems and everything that's wrong. And then your lawyer training is going to heighten that, right? If you're anything like me, you can easily find all the things that didn't work and all the things that went wrong and you're hypercritical of yourself. And if it's not exactly perfectly right, then you failed, right? All of that. So before you dive off into all the things that went wrong, let's start with what worked because there's always something that worked even if it's something you think is too small to acknowledge. That was a big shift for me, seeing those, quote, little things as things that worked. For example, I felt confident when I did this, or I explained that concept well, like being able to see, oh, hey, like those are pretty good things. Those things did work and not just brushing past them because they're not some huge monumental things. The monumental things are good too, of course, but don't ignore those, quote, small things. And the more you do this, the easier it will be to find the things that worked. So you're training your brain to look for the things that went well. And each time you acknowledge them, it's like little mini celebrations of the good things. So in the evaluation process, thinking about all the things that worked will shift your brain to a more positive place. And then from there, you can look at the things that didn't work. What did you do or not do that didn't work? Where were you thinking something that wasn't serving you? Were you experiencing negative emotions around whatever you're evaluating? So if I'm thinking, I'm never going to get the hang of this in relation to whatever my goal is, it's probably not going to be very helpful in trying to reach my goal, right? Or it could be something like, I didn't give myself enough time to do this thing ahead of time, and I was rushing to get it done. And I'm going to give you some actual examples of things that have come up in my client's evaluations so you can see specifically how you can apply this to your money as well. But you go through the things that didn't work or that could be improved, and then you decide what you want to do differently next time. And when you're looking at what you want to do differently next time, you want to tie it to those things that didn't work. So you know that these things don't work, how are you going to change it up next time to see how the result changes. So for example, one of the things I said just now in the section about what didn't work was thinking something like, I'm never gonna get the hang of this. So one thing I could do differently is think about all the other times I thought I wasn't gonna get the hang of something, but then I did it, and that way I can redirect my brain to how that same process can apply here. Or the other example was not giving myself enough time to get something done. So something I could do differently is to plan for double the time I think I'll need next time. You want to be as detailed as possible in your what to do differently section because this section will show you exactly what to try next time. So it will give you a roadmap of, you know, what you're going to do. And then when you try those things, you'll evaluate again and determine whether those things are things you want to keep or if you need to try something else. So that's the process for evaluating. And when you're doing the evaluations, make sure it's focused on you. So what you were thinking, what you were feeling, your actions. For example, I mentioned that I evaluate my parenting, different situations that come up with my kids. And I could say what didn't work is my kids weren't listening to me, but I can't control that, right? I can only control myself and how I show up. So real life example One day I told my kids it was time to clean up their toys for quiet time because they're both refusing to nap these days, so we do quiet time instead of nap time. But they said, okay. And when I came back, they were still playing. And I reminded them a couple of times, like, hey, it's time to clean up. It's time to go upstairs. And after reminding them, you know, third or fourth time and they still hadn't done it, I got frustrated and I yelled. And when I was thinking about the situation after the fact, like doing my evaluation, If I said my kids weren't listening to me in the what didn't work section, what was I going to put in the what to do differently section, right? I can't control whether they decide to listen the first time or not. So instead, when I was looking at that, one of the things I said didn't work was me reminding them multiple times to the point of frustration and then yelling. And what I would do differently is use a timer and tell them they have X amount of time to finish playing And why amount of time to clean up? That's something I can control, right? And we had had success with the timer in the past, and so I was drawing on that. Like, okay, let me try that in this situation. All right, so now let me give you some examples of things my clients have included in these sections in their evaluations each month to give you some ideas of the kinds of things you can be looking at as you start evaluating your financial progress each month and working to improve your money. So some things that they've put in the what work section. Feeling confident. Staying under budget for most categories. I was able to pay the amount I wanted toward debt. I planned ahead for flights for vacation. I decreased my spending in certain categories. And this came up for multiple clients, and usually it was something like eating out or entertainment. I thought this process was easy. I realized looking at my numbers each week isn't as bad as I thought. So for what didn't work, some things they've put are didn't budget enough for particular categories. This one comes up a lot in the first few attempts to create a budget because you're not used to it. So if this happens to you, no worries at all. Didn't look at my actual income and base the budget on my previous income. So this was a situation where my client had gotten a raise, but didn't factor in the raise when creating the next month's budget. Felt overwhelmed and didn't look at the budget. Went over budget in my problem categories. And often those problem categories for different clients is restaurants and ordering food. So that was a few clients sections on like what didn't work. And then here's what they said they would do differently. So where not budgeting enough for particular categories was what didn't work they said they'll budget X dollar amount for the categories they didn't budget enough for, right? So I budgeted this amount, it was too low, so next time I'm going to budget this higher amount. For the client who didn't look at the actual income and based the budget on previous income, they said review my actual income for the month and budget accordingly. For the client who felt overwhelmed and didn't look at the budget, What they'll do differently is explore why I felt overwhelmed by the budget, and then this is something that I coached her on. And then finally, for the clients who went over budget in their problem categories, what they do differently was something in the realm of creating a plan for how to stay under budget in the problem area. And a great example here for one client, his problem area was going out to eat, and so he decided to you know, divide up his budget for going out to eat and decide how much he was going to spend per week and then keep track that way. And it's been working really well for him. So as you can see with each of these, the client has a tangible action plan for how to move forward to avoid the things that didn't work and get themselves back on track. That is how you keep improving your money results month after month. So my clients are hitting their goals way faster than they ever thought possible in part because they're implementing this process. This could be you. We're headed into a new year, and there's never been a better time to get serious about achieving all your money goals. You're ready, and when we work together, you'll start seeing results faster than you thought possible too. So if you know I'm talking to you, head to rowthomas.com call. Let's schedule a call so that you can learn more. All right, so that's it for this week's episode. Come connect with me over on social media. I'm most often on LinkedIn and Instagram. My handle on Instagram is at I am Thomas. Subscribe to the show and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Both of those things help more people to find the show. And if you're so inclined, please share the show with a friend. As we close out, friend, I pray that you will take the time to review and evaluate your year and your efforts to achieve your money goals. I pray that you will use this evaluation process to make more progress than you ever thought possible in 2022. And as always, I pray that you continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Happy New Year. Talk to you later.